<laughs> hello hello everyone and welcome to an episode of the screen chronicles i'm steve and with me as always is rimsky biscuit and today we are talking no, about no, episodes no. five <laughs> and six of the winter king the show that is streaming on mgm plus based off of bernard cornwell's books the guy who wrote the last kingdom so we're talking about it. We're going to recap the episode, give you some spoiler thoughts on everything and help clarify who's who's Gungali Dis and Gung for that and this kind of name and such. And uh, we'll we'll get that all cleared up for you today and tell you our best bro moments and best moments and yeah. all that classic Screen Chronicles stuff that you just love. Absolutely. So, yeah, we are covering Winter King here. Uh, by the way, my name's Colby. It's not Rimsky <laughs> Biscuit. And <laughs> uh, yeah, episodes five and six. So if you want to hear our thoughts on episodes one through four, we uh, put those all out in two different episodes. Um, check it out. We're going to stick within these two episodes today and anything before. So you might get spoilers for the previous episodes and these episodes. But we won't talk about anything after because we have seen past today's episodes, but we're not going to talk about it. Um, so don't worry about that. But we have read uh, the books that The Winter King is based on by Bernard Cornwall. So we do know some of uh, the events of the books. We will try not to give too many spoilers for that. Um, but Steve, what generally, what did you think of these two episodes without any spoilers? I'm liking it. Again, you know, if you listen to other talks, there's there's some things I've been like, well, why isn't this mentioned? And why is this? And and they're still doing some things differently, but there's yeah. uh, some cool some cool stuff um, from the books. But we get, like, is- might I say, without saying anything, spoiler, um, we do get one of those things we've been complaining about checked off yeah, actually, in one uh, of these episodes. So I episode six, couple. episode six, episode six gets yeah, like at least one, two or three of them. Um yeah, yeah. And we'll, I'll, I'll bring those up when we get to them too. But yeah, it's it's so I'm I'm a little more chill with it because, uh, you know, like if like the Last Kingdom sometimes would really change things, they'd get, they'd combine characters, they'd redo the mm-hmm. order. Again, I think the books that this show's based off of are a little tighter, and there's there's some more mm-hmm. real plot driven things that I w- I was worried weren't going to get mentioned. And um, it seems like some of those things they're they're bringing in, they're just bringing them in sort of a different way. Um, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. even four things. We'll talk about that here. A lot of stuff happens yeah. in episode six. Um, like a lot of those things that I've been complaining about. I'm like, well, why didn't, why wasn't Merlin the one to do this or whatever? And a lot of that <laughs> happens in episode six. Um, yeah. I still generally just don't like, and I've already ranted about this, uh, I have nothing wrong with the guy who plays Merlin other than he's not old. Um, and it's just the writing of Merlin is I want Merlin to be an asshole who is just <laughs> this like, is from the books. Is he, yeah, he is, so Merlin, the books is hilarious. Yeah. And um, hilarious. He's an hilarious asshole. He's hilarious because he insults everyone. Like every time something comes out of his mouth, it's like just at someone's expense. And uh, the, you know, this Merlin is doesn't have that vibe about him, and I don't know if he's going to grow into that. He's 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 really nice and like a seems like caring and caring I like about that he's obsessed with the gods, like the the Britain yes. gods. It's a little different than the books, but I that's part still true. But 
like I, that's the one thing I really wanted to see in the that snappiness. The I that, think like that, man, like impatient right actor for that, like some old guy who just like just burns everybody and just, <laughs> just thinks like he's better than everyone. Every yeah, like that's what yeah. I wanted, and yeah. you know, and we just got this young guy who is like nice to everyone. Yeah, like it's just he's just so different and you know morgan it's different. It's different. is pretty different too you know she's she's not scarred and she's pretty nice somehow too. though yeah she's nice and it, it's definitely different than the books um but she's not as major as I, Merlin, exactly though, for me yeah you know but everyone else like I, right I, I mean i think that's a reason why i like the book so much is what is because of merlin's character was such a unique character mm-hmm. you know I remember rereading it and just not being able to wait until Merlin showed up in the books. Like I just couldn't wait because I remember how much I enjoyed it reading it the first time, you know, but with, with some of those, those changes and things that we might not like, I, I think overall I am really enjoying the show. I enjoy it Um, for sure. You know, and getting into episodes five and six, um, you know, we start to get the ball rolling um, with some of the major plot points of the book, especially with episode six here. So it's exciting to see those things start to take place. Um, I love, I'm growing to love, I should say, the portrayal of Dervil. Um, I like how they're doing it. I, the actor, every episode grows on me more. And I like how in the beginning, um, again, this is not giving a spoiler or anything, but uh, he he's definitely naive. He's definitely, uh, you know, he has ambition, but he's, He's got a lot to learn and it seems like every episode he learns something new mm-hmm. and like he grows and we see a lot of character development from him in these episodes. So, so it's exciting. Um, and we, you know, Arthur, the guy, you know, Arthur's been great. He's yeah, been he a, good job. I, physically, a formidable again, mind. I would formidable mind. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Physically, so, maybe so make he, him taller and a little more built. It's like how I pictured him from the books, but like the character yeah, wise, yeah. I feel like he's he's been pretty spot on. Um, he's been spot on. Like yeah, like just just with his mind and and how he carries himself, like despite his stature, um, is definitely like I, I guess formidable. Again, is the word like I wouldn't want to mess with this guy. You know, just a good, he seems very just like very the best guy, confident so. in himself. Yeah, he's very he's wise. He's wise for a younger type character, you know, um, and we know he's traveled and he's seen parts of the world and he's, he's learned a lot. So I don't know um, if I have anything else to add in this non-spoiler review other than um, I think episode five was a good episode. I'm not sure there's been a bad episode um, and episode six was, was a great episode. It was so. It was slower, not as much action happening, but right. I was still, I was still pretty interested. There was a lot of, um, sort of like bro moments throughout that, and and some sort of like uh, relationship, mm-hmm. uh, uh, sprinkles that's going to set up some stuff, yeah. and and you know, uh, and I think if this is going to be our slower episodes, we're going to be just fine. It, yeah, it, exactly. Because I wasn't bored. I wasn't it, bored. Nah, it did feel like just political nonsense, uninteresting stuff. I was interested in this. The slower yeah. episode. Anyway, let's since Steve is so keen on, on getting into spoiler talk, yes. let's get let's get into spoiler talk. Spoiler yeah. warning. You've been warned. You've been warned. Uh, let's do it. 
Or not not you. The the people, our listeners, our oh, lovely, lovely listeners. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, I already knew what what we we're gonna talk about, I guess. <laughs> anyway, if you remember from last episode, um Dervil and Owain had been a part of um Owain kind of drove this mission to um go to a tin mine and they ended up they were gonna just try to steal the tin, but they ended up killing everyone. And um Owain is trying to keep that a secret. And comes back to Caracadern with more money than expected on their on their trip. They were supposed to go around collecting taxes and things. Yeah, and, and he even he even tries to pay off Derville to not say anything. Gives yeah. him some some coin. Yeah, you could tell when he handed Durful the coin that like Durful kind of looked at it like this is like blood money. And you know we we have to think about you know people back then people back then didn't think like us now. You know, no. if if you wanted shit and somewhere had that shit and they weren't your people, like you, you could take that, uh, you know, um, but yeah. it still it bothered Durful. Um, You know, they come back and Arthur, I think, kind of picks up on that. But then he's happy because the their kingdom of Demnonia here needs some money because the Saxons yeah. are invading. It's kind of it's kind of interesting to think of the Saxons invading when we were All right, in the last we've kingdom, been, uh, the last and kingdom the Saxons ever. were the people who were being invaded by the right the Danes, you know, right. Uh, but Absolutely. anywho, uh, and and well, the explanation, yeah, no, no, no but Go the ahead. explanation for why they have so much more money is like, oh well, it's because he he did owe so much more money from before. That's why we like took more. And you can tell Arthur's kind of like, I don't know about this, but okay, happy about yeah. it, whatever. Well, Arthur Arthur remains skeptical throughout the episode of this. Something isn't quite adding up to mm-hmm. to that. Um, again, Arthur, it's it's tough to get stuff by him uh, when yeah. he's laser focused, you know. And and he is right now. He's laser focused on trying to unite the kingdoms, right? Mm-hmm. And he's been having this problem with with Gunlaeus, and he had let Gunlaeus go. Um, and everybody was was upset so that he could bring back um, his uncle, who was the king of Powers, and he had come in the last episode, and we had a cool showdown between Arthur and him, um, and then with Gunlaeus as well, when Gunlaeus tries to attack, and Arthur, using Excalibur, which he had found. Um, he doesn't know it's just, Excalibur yet. Just, he just thought it was... He doesn't. He's just like, big old a cool sword. Blocky sword. It's interesting too, how but he's but he's got this weird that. connection with it, like like it feel like he feels something, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is which is cool because I like that. It's not so like it's not like the sun came down and like that's, that's and like an angel started singing. It was it's sort of like he just came like always looks at it and gets a feeling, and like um, you I get, like that. People get that, you know. What I mean, like there's there's things we just have connections to and we don't know why. And I'm sure you could yeah, like, just, explain oh, I like some that. sort of like evolutionary reason. I like that was... really shitty looking sword. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um... <laughs> People just and, like that. Yeah. And so it's, so it's it's, it's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. Like you said, and that's what I like about the books and Bernard Cornell's writing in general. He never like completely dips into fantasy stuff. It's it's always like this could be natural. So that's why, again, I was a little frustrated that like Merlin is like straight up using the force in that one episode. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. uh, so I like this sort of like natural, like there's this connection 
It's but it's not like right. the light came down or anything like that. And it's it's a pretty awesome sword. I mean, look what it did on like just the first swipe. And it's and broken. he again he felt something different there mm. when it made connection, right? Mm. So anyway, um so Gorfith is his name, King of Powers. Gorfefid. And what's that? I think it's Gorfefid. Is like how you say it. Gorfethid, yeah. Gorfethid, well, at least yeah. how they did in the books. I think that's how they say it in the show, too. I think so, yeah. And that I think that encounter with Arthur um earned their like his respect a little bit because he yeah. kind of tried to come into Arthur's house and boss him around and mm-hmm. boss people around, and Arthur like put his foot down and is like, ah, not here. So that was cool. And so they go on a fishing trip together. He had actually locked Gunlaeus up again. Um after he and, broke his sword. Yeah. After he broke his sword. Um, and basically Gorf Gorfethid is like talking to Arthur about how he needs to prove himself through actions if he wants to um unite all the tribes here, because we actually learn a little bit more about what's happening. We know that there's Saxon invaders, but it's while they're fishing that Arthur, like his spidey sense goes off. And he like looks into the woods and um, this guy just like shitting behind these bushes. And they're like, (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't that have been funny? Yeah. And he catches this uh, Saxon spy. Um, Oh, by the way, when they were talking, um, I think Gorfethid told Arthur that he did order Gunlaeus to, um, to not burn down Avalon, which Gunlaeus did, but to burn down Caracadern. So that's right. He's being straight up with him. <laughs> yeah. He's being, he does, you know, it's, yeah, they have kind of a, some, uh, Bonnie here, but then I think, uh, I don't know if he straight up says this. He later says it at one point. He's like, I didn't tell you to, to murder a baby and, and to rape a Druid and do all this other to Gunlaeus to Gunlaeus. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But so Gunlaeus, um, you know, he's still alive. But anyway, yeah, that's so what they... Gorfath would say to Gunlaeus. Right. Yeah. So then they like don't kill a queen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Damn. Yeah. And so they yeah they catch the Saxon spy, um, and he says, and Durfel translates because um, he's Saxon, or he was mm-hmm. born a Saxon, raised by Britons, and he says that King Al will kill them all, and then he he kills himself. He uh, he goes Harry Carry. Um, but I like that they're setting up this King Al, um, which is which is pretty cool. Um, and if you read the books, there's yeah. some cool connection stuff there too. Later, I down like how they build him up. I like how they build him up without seeing mm-hmm. him, and yeah. I can't wait to see him. Um, but yeah, so I think they find a map from the spy, and well, I think what this That's lends right. itself to doing is is really making Gorfethid and Arthur realize that it is in both of their best interests. To form a bond. Yeah. Right. Because now they know what they're trying to do. And um, that's where um, eventually they get, they're going to discuss how they can form a bond. And it does happen within these two episodes, but they decide marriage is one way to do that. I'll, oh, sorry. Um, Gorfethid happens to have a beautiful daughter uh, around the same age as Arthur. So this, this should work out very nicely. I think they actually okay. said she was pretty young 
I think. Oh, is she younger? I think she's a lot younger than him. I think they might have said. Uh, well, I mean, they never straight up said how old Arthur is. Well, the actors, the actors look the same. The actors are obviously like, the um, same age, but I think they said <laughs> that Tynwin yeah, yeah, is like right. 14 years old. And I was like, uh, damn, Arthur's a man. Different <laughs> times, different times. Completely different times. Um, so anyway, um, that that's later on. That's later on. Hmm. But also, uh, too, whole deal in this episode. Yeah, go ahead. Morgan and Bishop Bedwin and Arthur's, they're all planning uh, Mordred's naming ceremony. Uh, and then Morgan wants to have a human sacrifice. Arthur's against Naturally. it. <laughs> as you should. As you should, as 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 is tradition, <laughs> as is tradition. Do they do they make the sacrifice? Yeah, I think they do the yeah, sacrifice. In this they moment. do. I just didn't write it down. It's, it's it's lovely. Yeah, so they they do eventually have the sacrifice. It was a it was a pleasant one, um, but they <laughs> she she goes to Merlin Not first for the sacrifice. She int. Wait, what? Not for the the, the sacrificent. Yeah, I don't know. The sacrificee, sacrificee was not. I think he wasn't. He wasn't uh, voluntary. So eventually, they do have the naming ceremony, and she decides to go through the sacri- mm-hmm. sacrifice, and it's some thief or something, and mm-hmm. kills him. But, but Merlin had made a political statement here to not show up. Yeah, isn't that funny? This was like all over, all over the uh, uh, you know TMZ and everything. It was a big deal. <laughs> Isn't that, isn't that funny? Had like, like an empty like, seat with his name on it. <laughs> that's like a thing back then. It's like, I mean, it's still kind of a, you know, a thing today. If like you invited all your coworkers out and like one of them didn't show up and it's like someone you've been, you know, but it's, well, it's, it's a pretty big deal. If like, if you have the future king mm-hmm. who's having a, a ceremony and your head sorcerer or a head, what do they refer to him as? I think he's a druid. Um, they go by druid still. Yeah. Head druid doesn't show up like that's kind of a that's not a good thing that's not a good look it's not a good look not a good look not a good look uh but Mark is still like a baby so you know he he's not gonna notice but like the sacrifice i think was a little more intense than morgan thought it was gonna be um and it was that was a pretty pretty gnarly sacrifice so she just like guts him you know and he's like just screaming the whole time everyone else seems kind of uncomfortable um but again, like people back then, man, like to halfway just, like, through, they just put it down and they're like, why do we even do this? And everyone's like, yeah, why? <laughs> and they're just like, let's just not do it anymore. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like they didn't have that like common like courtesy back. Th- I mean, probably some uh, people did. Gods, man, it's for the gods. I mean, the the power of religion back there, back then. Like, I don't know if it's easy for us to comprehend. You know. Social but anyway, politics um, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, so the reason why uh, Merlin Nimue didn't go is because Merlin has had the vision that Mordred gonna kill everybody. Mordred. Mordred is going to kill a lot of a lot of people. He basically, whenever he like touches Mordred, he sees like just just dread, just blood and suffering and you know yeah, just like and merlin wants to kill that baby <laughs> he definitely you know? wants to kill that baby he wants to kill that baby he's actually practiced a lot of restraint and i still make the argument that book merlin would have stabbed that baby in a second i know if if, if book, book merlin, merlin 
had would that have, like, vision. He wouldn't have asked permission. <laughs> no. He would have just been like, oh, like, and I, of course I threw away the baby Darvel. Of course I did. And 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 Book Morgan, uh, Book Morgan also would not have had an issue doing a sacrifice. Um, no, no, no. She just she'd be like, of course, anyway. of course. I get. I like I, I like Morgan in this though. Funny enough, I think it's because like her character is obviously way more likable in the show than the book. Mm. Um, where like with Merlin in the book, it's like. I liked his character. I didn't particularly like him all the time, but I liked yeah. his character a lot. And that's yeah. kind of what I wanted to emulate. I'm I'm more okay with them changing Morgan's character. I don't think that's hypocritical. I don't think yeah. it is because of the the prominence of Merlin in the book. But th- Merlin was maybe it is. I don't know. a much bigger role than Morgan. He's he and he's one mm-hmm. of like the like when you talk about Arthur legends, he's essential in that. Whether you're talking so is you know, like, Morgan Le Fay. Yeah. Well, she's, yeah. she's essential too. Yeah, you're right. But I think, right. you know, who knows? Morgan could potentially change later on into her nasty self. Well, I guess we don't in know. the books, at least. I mean, she has a pretty decent role, but it's it's not as active as she is in this, I guess. Um, I'll tell you what I didn't expect was for her and Bishop Bedwin to have a relationship. Yeah, they start to build in these episodes like a like a love interest type relationship. Didn't see that coming. Um that was not in the books. So yeah. that is interesting. And um hey, we'll get to that more. So um so yeah, remember Nimue had been um raped by Gunlaeus, um, and she definitely does not want to have that that child. And um she, you know, with her druid ways, she knows how she can um, have an abortion and she goes to do that and and, and Merlin, Merlin even supports it you know so yeah 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 now, Which, do you have anything else to add it was just kind of hypocritical of him to be like well yeah. like when he's like let's just like sneaking around waiting for her to make out Durful and he's like you can't do that and then like gets raped and he's like ah that's all right like I was like, this is this is very convenient. Like, and again, like Merlin and Books wasn't doing this that dumb shit. He didn't care if, if yeah. Nimue got with Durfle or not. It's just it's Nimue who wanted to be like Merlin. And, Powerful. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. and did not want she and, just and didn't I, want to be. That distracted. definitely comes across that definitely comes across big time in this. Yeah, and but, she's doing a wonderful job. But it wasn't like like being with someone will will in itself negate it it was just that she was so focused on what she wanted to do she she couldn't be right. what Durful wanted her to be that's like it wasn't you know yeah agreed yeah but i but i think that comes across because Durful still loves her and wants her and mm. because she's focused on on what she has to do and obviously we talked last episode about how like that was one of the first steps for her to become who she needs to be you know to have to go through that kind of trauma um so they still that's haven't what she mentioned that yet. They still haven't mentioned the like okay. the three wounds of wisdom, uh, yeah. which which I wish they would. Um, yeah. Now, yeah, I wish they would too. But but even if they just do it though, if they do it and they're there, I'll be I'll be satisfied with that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, 
Derville, um, we talked about how he's learning to become a warrior every episode. And by the way, he's he's like in Owain's band because Owain was the first guy he sort of um, gave some loyalty to. Like if you remember, Derville got caught um, whacking wood in <laughs> in the uh, in the training room. Yeah, he went in there to beat that wood every night. <laughs> he was beating that wood. And Wayne was always like, "Do you come in here every night to do that bad uh, habit?" Your wood, yeah. Dirt was like, "It's not. It's natural. It's it's natural. You, it's not. What do you mean a bad so, habit? Why are you trying to shame but, me? Yeah, for coming in but here? back then, yeah. And this is back when we thought Wayne was cool. And Wayne's like, "Look, if you take care of my horses, I'll teach you how to fight." And we we never really see Wayne teach him how to fight ever. Yeah, but um, but anyway. So anyway, I think. A couple episodes ago, like Arthur Derville want like told Arthur, I want to be part of your crew. Mm. Arthur was cool with it. Arthur was like, um, but then Owain was like, eh, no, 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 you're supposed to be with me. Like I I had you first. And so you here you have Derville who is like working with Owain. We like Owain less and less every episode, obviously, after he um killed a bunch of innocent tin workers. That was not very cool. And Derville is also liking him less and less, wishing he was more in the noble Arthur side of things. But regardless, um, I told you Derville's learning something new every episode. And in this episode, Derville learned not to leave any survivors, even if they're children, <laughs> um, because he did. <laughs> and that comes back to haunt them. Whoopsies. Whoopsies. Uh, actually, I don't think Derville feels all that bad about it in the end. At what nah, happens because so. um, so no. Remember, Derville saved a young girl because he's awesome. He yep. like had her hide, but Tristan, who was in the book, so it was another cool character introduction. Um, Prince of Kurnow, he's the one who is like in charge of those tin mines. Um, and he comes with that girl that Derville saved, and accuses Owain of killing his people. I because Wayne had come back, uh, or like, I think they blamed it on the Irish. Yeah, they blamed it on the Black Shield Irish, and they—I I don't know if we knew the, the girl's name in the books, but the girl's name is Sarlina. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't know if, you, if she comes into a bigger role uh, throughout mm-hmm. the show. And also, Maybe. I think this this Prince Tristan—I think he's supposed to be like the Tristan and Isodel from like the Arthur legend stuff. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Like you see. The, it's like, cool. I like the, that. Yeah. The the knights the of the round table are just kind of like other lords and uh royalty people that just like mm-hmm. kind of become bonded with Arthur through this like yeah. team up against the Saxons, you know what I mean? Right, um, right, right. Which is pretty cool to see. Like it just feels more natural, like historically, yeah. you know. I totally, totally so Bernard Cornwall was so good at doing. Um and so he he comes in throwing accusations around. And Owain denies, denies, denies. And so Tristan does the noble thing and is like, all right, I'll fight you for it, dude. Challenges him to a duel. One thing, too, that was like cool, too. Like, I love the Dane culture stuff in Last Kingdom, like dying with weapon in hand, making the square. Um, One thing in this um, books, the like sort of culture of the people is, you when you challenge someone, you put your sword down in the earth, and then if the person accepts, they knock it out. 
Um, and that doesn't happen. There's a couple times it happens mm. and it didn't happen either time. I was kind of like, I wish you would have done that. Yeah, that's just, just a little speak. thing they could have done. Yeah. Just a little thing they could have done. But anyway, um, Arthur still feels like something fishy is going on. And so he, he starts to press. He starts to investigate a little bit more. Um, and he's also worried about like how, how is he going to be perceived now too? And like, how is he's got to act here? He's got to find justice. Um, and don't forget Wayne and Arthur used to be like that. Mm -hmm. Like they're tight. They were especially tight in the beginning. Wayne is who like defended Arthur in the beginning and wanted Arthur to come and, and take over basically. And then he starts like getting jealous when Arthur does start to take over, it seems. And and even um, before that, when yeah. um Uther was beating the shit out of Arthur in the first episode, um Owain was kind of trying to stand up for him and I think helped convince him not to kill him. Um yeah. and like they point out they grew up together and everything. So um yeah. it seems like they're even tighter than they were in the books. Um and then also King Gorfefid points out the Irish attacking makes no sense. And right. to like, if Arthur is going to be thinking about the kingdom, he needs to be thinking about who his friends are. Mm -hmm. um, another thing too, Arthur picks up on is, and I and I like too that Arthur, like in the books too, why I liked Arthur is he's not just a good warrior and like this good guy who's also just a good warrior. He's also like pretty smart, and he really goes smart. to the money handler, uh, Loy Hilt. Um, who was, uh, if you remember yeah, from, like, when they yeah. first did the tax collecting thing, he was with them. Mm -hmm. um, so he's got to know, you know, where all this money came from. And Arthur's, you know, picking at him. And you can tell, like, he definitely doubts him. Mm -hmm. And then eventually. Oh, Lohit's yeah. He's like, just, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Because Lohit's lying. Yeah. Like the whole Arthur's time. Arthur's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. Obviously doubting him. And he's just like, well, it's because uh, there there must have been an error. And he's like, oh. That makes sense. And just Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. An error. All right. All right, cool. And it's just like, yeah. oh man, does no one notice that Arthur's catching on? <laughs> I know. I know. And anyway, the time goes on. Remember, we have this duel impending between uh Wayne and Tristan and um Bishop. I guess they tried to negotiate with Tristan and he refused. Yeah. Um, and it's like obvious that Owain is going to win the duel because Owain is like one of the best warriors in the land. Mm. And, um, he, he, you know, we don't know what Tristan's got, but Owain's at least a lot bigger than him and we know what he can do. And Arthur goes to Dervil because Arthur's always had the certain trust in Dervil, even when Dervil tried to poison him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It was just Early. a sleepy poison. Like but I uh, think that's when Arthur really learned that like who Dervil is on the inside. Like he is honest. Like he didn't want to do it. Yeah. He was kind of it was torn in two different directions at that time. So he goes to Dervil for the truth. And Dervil tells him without telling him. This is one of my favorite scenes from the book. So I'm glad that they did it at all. Uh, yeah, because I think for some people they might not have even picked up on that this was like a cool scene. But I, in the books, I love this scene mm. so much. 
And, and I thought they did it well in the show. I, I was liking this in the show too. I, like, I still I like the books a little better. I feel like Arthur almost felt like a little more uh, like aggressive during the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the books, uh, how I interpret it, like Arthur was kind of being like pretty nice with Durf. He was he was just like. And and I think the phrasing, they kind of get the phrasing, but I the phrasing in the book I thought was better too. Arthur was like, like, I just essentially want to do just things to have a just kingdom. Do you think that if I were to challenge a Wayne, do you think that would be just? And I don't want you to break your oath to a Wayne, but do you think my cause would be just? So it's kind of a loophole, you know? Well, that's basically um, how they did it in the show too, though. I think they worded it like a little that's, differently, that's, um, a little it, bit. But that's basically what they said. It was, ba- it was like, still basic. Um, it was still basic. But I wish they would have just. I wish they would have just copied it word for word. You know, kind of like how the yeah. Last of Us. There, there was that one scene between uh, mm-hmm. Joel and uh, the girl. And they just pretty much just copied that right from the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of wish they would have just done that here. But again, it's but, no but it good. is that essence. Like he asks that question, like. I can't remember exactly remember how they phrase it in the show, but like if I fight a Wayne, will it be just or will I be, you know? And um, Dervil gives him like a yeah, Dervil gives him like a very like emotional yes, which is basically admitting to Arthur like it was a Wayne. You know the accusations are true, so mm-hmm. so Arthur decides. Um what he's going to do at that point. We don't exactly know yet what we're, what he's going to do, but he knows what he's going to do. And they're drinking, you know, the night before and Arthur's actually nice to him at the, at the, the party thing that they're at. Yeah. They have a scene where Wayne brings up when they were kids and like the, the, the stuff they've been to, through together. And you can tell like Arthur's already like, oh, kind of like the look in his eye. He's already like 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 you turned into this person that's murdering people and and not helping the people and uh right. and like you can tell he's already got that but he he like wants a wayne to have this night you know like you can just tell right because because they do have history yeah and like it's not that arthur wants to kill a wayne no you know but, but he also knows he has to for justice for justice for justice and, and and he's worried yeah. too about the rivalry if Tristan is at rival uh with if Turnout is in uh rivalry with Dumnonia, hmm. then then they aren't gonna be united against the Saxons, which is the real threat. Yeah. And that's Arthur's and, and that's, main that's like Arthur's number one goal is yes. to, you know, just like Abraham Lincoln. Preserve the union. Oh, I thought you were gonna and, get rid of the vampires. And I was like, Oh, okay. get rid of the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> You ever see that movie? Abraham Lincoln. I've never Hunter. watched it. No, no. It's, it's okay. It's like, yeah. it's it's obviously it's okay. just so dumb, but it's yeah. it's fun to think about, you know? Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll add it to the list. But then we get the showdown at the what? end of this episode. In this corner, standing six foot three, weighing two hundred and seventy-five pounds, Owain. Owain. And in this corner, standing five foot six and a half, weighing 
170? 140. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, so pretty awesome scene um, to end this episode where Arthur steps up to fight Owain. It's it's funny um, because he challenges Owain, and Owain's just even like he can't even believe it. He's like, oh, whatever, fuck you, and and starts to yeah. walk off. And Arthur's just like, I'm going. He just commits to it. He's like, you're a coward. Um, and it's just like chicken, and everyone's there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everybody's there because they were all showing up for the duel between Tristan and Owain. Um, and he calls him a coward, and that just sets it off and it's a pretty good fight um you see bits of it in the trailer it's raining so yeah. it's dramatic yeah. i think it was raining in the books too because mm -hmm. they were like fighting on slick uh, mud or ground or something like that mm -hmm. um it's and it, it eventually turns into like more of like a brawl like fisticuff brawl which like again is cool but i the book <laughs> the book like there's this whole thing, you know, and the thing is too, in the book, we we never have we haven't really seen Arthur fight yet. You know, we we hear he has these horses and everyone says he's a good warlord, but we haven't seen him fight. You know, we have already in the show seen him fight against Gungleus that one time briefly, yeah. you know, broke his sword. Um, and Owain's already always kind of trying to make Arthur out as like just this guy who rides horses around, doesn't know how to do a shield wall. And Owain is superior to Arthur because he can stab and thrust and stuff like yeah. that. And Arthur is just a hacker and all this stuff. And and the fight goes on pretty evenly for a while. And then eventually, uh, Arthur, and they're slipping in the water and stuff. Arthur pretends to slip this one time, which leads Owain to uh, come and charge him. And then Arthur does the thrust yeah. so it's it's like yeah, showing that he knows that would have been what cool. Owain thought of him um the whole time and it shows he is cool. a badass warrior so in this we we see he's a badass I wonder warrior how we... wonder how they could have done that though i feel that's a, that's a hard thing to pull off i almost I think... wonder if that's the kind of thing that's easier to describe in a book maybe because like how could we tell how could we actually tell if he fake slipped or really slipped you know what i mean well, I don't know. I he, I'm he's not an sure actor. how would have done that. <laughs> he's an actor. I think he could. I think he I could, know. Man. I know. I'm just thinking about this. Like that might have been hard to pull off. Actually, something small like that. <sighs> I I wish they would have cool. though. It is because really it shows cool more. from the book. The fight is still cool that. in this. It's still a cool shows fight. That. But I think the book gives it a unique thing that if they would have done it that way, it would have stood out from other like right. TV fights. Um, sword fights you know if that, that would have been the unique factor i wouldn't say there was any unique factor in this other than the setting like we've seen people fight with swords mm -hmm. in the rain and fisticuff each other before um the, the only thing that sort of i don't and again i enjoyed the fight and it was it was it, was it was heartbreaking because you knew they both liked each other but a wayne yeah. isn't going to take this insult and he doesn't want to admit he committed uh, this crime and Arthur wants to unite people so bad he's gonna and he doesn't want Tristan the king of Kernow to die 
and lead to war and all this stuff. So he's got to, you know, like there he's got to do it. He's there's still tension. It. I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit of that flavor of uh, Eric and, and Siegfried a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little bit. Not as much because they were. I think we got to see their relationship a little bit more yeah. in Last Kingdom, but but a little bit of that feeling though when he kills him and he and he feels bad about doing it. They still they set were it up at one pretty point good. This like episode. brothers. Yeah, totally, totally. So that's the episode. Basically, it ends on Arthur, um, killing him. Yeah, he kills Wayne in this, and um, it it just kind of zooms out into the rain. Out. Um, but yeah, I thought to me the duel was probably the best moment of the episode. Um, what did you think? I'd, I'd say that too. Um, again, you know, I'm, I'm saying how much better the book was. Uh, it, it just shows more of Arthur's character. And, and again, it's, it's kind of cool too, to see him fight for the first time. Cause we are hearing yeah. from someone else who supposedly knows him that he isn't a good fighter. He's just good at wearing strange armor and riding on horses. Um, and here we get to see Arthur is someone who can fight this renowned warrior this grunt mm-hmm. um too and he can kick his ass just as well in the mud as he can ride a horse and look pretty in in and, the sun and look pretty in fish scale armor exactly uh, which i wish we still would have get that fish scale I, armor i know maybe I next season poofy, the poofy hat or the helmet with the feathers and um, nice feather helmets uh, uh, but it, anyway. i still like the fight i still like the tension um well what about your um your bro moment bro moment I'm gonna say um Arthur and Durfel. Even th- even though I like the book version more, mm-hmm. uh I st- I still liked it. I liked and I just appreciated they did that because I can see just the show like writers sort of overlooking that part. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, you know, yeah. people who don't know it as well and and, and I think I was gonna pick that one. I was gonna mm-hmm. but I'll pick um I'll pick Arthur allowing um Owain to enjoy his final night. That's a, that's a good one. Um instead of like making drama and saying I'm, you know, I'm going to challenge you tomorrow, he uh he could have even just not talked to him at all, but he decided to let him enjoy his final night. So that's that's pretty cool knowing Arthur knowing what he's going to do to him tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Which is I mean, it wasn't a guarantee that, that Arthur was going to win. <laughs> no. I mean, I think Arthur thought he was going to win, but like it's not like Arthur dominated him. Mm-mm, no, you know, definitely it was a not. good fight. It was a good fight. So anyway, that's the episode. Let's move on to episode six, uh, where we get to meet one of the most important characters in this whole book series. Um, the monkey wrench. The monkey wrench. Yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> I'm just—I thought you were literally talking about like a wrench, and I'm just like, yeah, no, well, a wrench. It is a—it is, is a metaphorical wrench thrown into the cogs of oh, like, yeah. Arthur's Arthur's life. Um, as as this person is, and I think almost every King Arthur lore. Oh yeah, I think this person. Um, so anyway, we get to meet Guinevere in this episode. Oh wait. They don't they don't say she's Guinevere in this episode, do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, okay. So anyway, cut that out. Um, we get to meet Guinevere in this episode. Uh, yes. And we'll get to that, but that's that's sort of the big thing from this episode. Um 
but I guess we'll start from the beginning. So. <laughs> okay. And this one picks up right where the last one left off, and it's uh, yeah, Arthur's feeling bad. He just killed a Wayne. Um, Reigns and Merlin's like, well, I guess here. I guess now you're like the ruler officially. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I guess this makes you um, politics, you know. Yeah. Wouldn't that That'd be, be cool, man? If if that's how politics works for us now, it's like you like you still should be like an educated politician, but like yeah. to fight, and that's who you becomes. Want, you want two two seventy seven to eighty year old men to fight? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh <All> yes. <laughs> Arthur is now supreme leader um, of Dumnonia. Of Dumnonia, bro. <laughs> it's so so gnarly. Um, but Merlin's just like the leader of everyone. Um, hmm. But I think too why it is too is because like uh, one he wants Arthur to be in lead, but also too Arthur um, is like one of like the original sworn protectors um Mm -hmm. or at least yeah i think he was um and because bishop uh bedwin obviously isn't gonna be leading people um and now Wayne is dead so i think arthur is like the only one of those people and merlin and merlin doesn't want to lead um so he's the only one left um and in the books it's not just that it's because he also has a big ass army um yeah uh, and he's already sort of like controlling the area which they haven't really like led to that. They haven't shown us his army. They've only shown us his like sort of band of brothers. Yeah. We haven't seen like an army, but mm-hmm. I, I pretend it's there. I pretend so it's like camping out too. Like, you know. Um and then we anyway, get into um, this is, some stuff yes, that, yes, yes, that yes. I was complaining about. And um and one of the things I was complaining about was like it wasn't Arthur didn't get the sword from his mother in the books. Merlin gave Arthur the sword, but right. I like, I, I do like how the show did it here. I, I like that. It's hmm. um, I'm not saying I like it more, but I do. I like it in a different way um, because there's still that. Then Arthur gets this connection to his mother, but it turns out Merlin gave the sword to Arthur's mother. Mm-hmm. And it's actually one of the treasures of Britain. And so we get to hear about the treasures of Britain. Which I was like, when are yes. we going to talk about the treasures of Britain? Well, we have to, I think, for the next seasons, right? For the next, yes. we, we, we have, have to, to introduce the treasures of Britain because it's it's such a main part of the plot. Yes, and uh, so that was cool. And he he mentions the names from the books too, and that's what I was worried too. Like this is cool. I was like, they're just going to say Excalibur for the sword or whatever, and he says, uh. Shit, go I ahead, can't go say. and pronounce it. Go <laughs> ahead. I even I even wrote it down. Cald Someone Kaledifwich. Someone wrote it in one of our comments too, and they they pronounced. I think they even wrote how to phonetically pronounce it. I'm sorry, guy. Please comment again in this one. But Kaladifuk. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for Thank you. the sword um, called Fuck. But I I love it. I love that because, uh, <laughs> but but it's just like because they had a different word and it, it just it just yeah. makes more it makes it feel more historically real, you know what I mean? That it's this it's this weird old British, um, like Briton sounding word, um, yeah. 
and it turns out Merlin was the one who did it and and so it's it's still pretty cool and so I'm just like whoa there goes the strike and it's got a different flavor to it um yeah so I, I I really I like that uh and going on it's cool it's it's a very cool moment um I was really happy about this um and in this same moment Merlin is trying to convince Arthur sell him on like you should just you sh- you should just be king just forget about yeah. that goddamn baby um, <laughs> like, like, don't you hate you that know? baby too I don't you hate that baby like don't but Merlin's got good reason obviously because he's had the visions mm. um but um Arthur is again his noble self he's just like no 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 I I made a uh promise to protect him until he's old enough to take the throne that's what I'm gonna do I <clears throat> I uh I I respect this so much because I I don't think I could I if I was in the same position I definitely would have just took being the king I would have been like I think I would if I was Arthur if I was like you would have killed a baby seen, Steve no I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have killed the baby I'm saying I would have like if I was I think I'm a good guy and especially if I was like even like as good as Arthur and I'm just like like I'm in power now I'm in a I'm basically gonna be running this country like I should just be the king and then we don't have to worry about like some kid who doesn't know anything what's going on coming in right. and messing this up like I'm I'll, I'll just take it I think I would to be honest I not I don't know I think I just would like when I, when I was reading the book or watching the show here like I respect Arthur so much but I think I right. just would have <clears throat> I think Steve would have taken it to be honest yeah would you do you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, does Arthur even want to be king? You know, hmm. do I? Would I even want to be king? Um, it would be hard to turn down. Hard to turn down that kind of power, I guess. But I'm, I'm like way better of a person than you, so I think <laughs> I would totally give it up. <laughs> oh man, no, I would love to wish me. I would do that, but I don't right? No, I, I don't know what I do. Honestly, it's hard to, it's hard to imagine. I think I'd honestly imagine. be like, I could do this better. Um, even if I couldn't, I think I, that's how I would think. Um, and I think Arthur knows he can. I mean, Arthur. Uh, just I know. Like, and the thing he is, he also knows it. He just like knows like, yeah, I would be the better choice than this, this kid. Uh, but, you know, he's so noble. He is so noble. Um, so anyway, later on, Nimue, I think, hears about a Wayne's men suspecting Dervil of telling Arthur. Yeah, so and in uh Owain even accused Durfel at the Oh right duel uh um, that's right, that's right of being an oathbreaker. And and Arthur even then was like, he is not an oathbreaker. And I'm just like, this yeah. seems like really suspicious with you <laughs> what <are> you saying. <laughs> you've um, now you've just confirmed he's totally he is not an oathbreaker. An oathbreaker. <laughs> I just talked with him about other stuff and then <laughs> and then wanted to duel you afterwards. Like <laughs> unrelated, unrelated. Um, but Durfel is like, like, well, of course, Durfel's the one who ratted us out that he did do that yeah. shit. And so she, Nimue warns Durfel is like, I'll protect you with my magic. Um, and Lynette's like, uh, not me though. You're not going to protect <laughs> me, which is interesting because we know like Lunette or not, um. Lunette is awesome. Lunette loves Dervil. She's been a really nice character the whole time. And Dervil, 
sort of loves her. Like he he likes her a lot. He like she they grew up together in the show, mm. and um, but he loves Nimoy. Like he's in love with Nimoy, right? Also, also too in in the show, she was like, I mean, she is nice in the show, but she was also here in the show. She was like, like, hey, don't rat out your boss because right, like, like then we won't have cash coming in. Like that's he's right. your your lord, you know. When you go into battles, he's the guy who gives you gold. So like, don't rat him out because then we want have gold. Because yeah. she, she wants to get married, have kids, live the life. Um, maybe Arthur that's what be put a, a wedge between. Yeah, Durful's not ready for that. He wants to be a warrior. That's right. And maybe that's something that just starts to separate them a little bit here. Mm. Um, maybe it starts to drive a wedge between them. Is the you know because the men do try. And attack Durful and calm Earthbreaker, but uh Nimue like throws what does she throw down on the ground? But she like basically she's cursing these them. um like tablets, right? It's like druid tablets or something. Yeah. Which I again it's, um I like this form of the magic where we don't see anything magic. Where everyone happen. in the world, everyone in the world believes that that's, that shit is powerful. Yeah. That that curse is like going to do some damage, but like on the outside, like we don't see like uh, mystical arms come out of the tablets and strangle everyone. You know, it's no. like it's just their beliefs. Um, and so it gives you the 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 vibe that these tablets are very powerful in that time period, and that like this is something people feared. And so they did do that well. They did do but, that well. But the thing is, like, even if you back then, even if someone curses you and doesn't do anything to you right then. And because your belief in it, if something bad happens to you later, you're going to attribute it to the curse that happened to you. And you're going to start right. connecting all those dots, just like like Uhtred's men did back in season three of uh, The Last Kingdom. So and, and that's the kind of like magic that I like. Like, I I mean, like, I, I like magic in the fantasy stuff, but like in this series, I like that. That's yeah. not how the magic works. You're always wondering, though, like, did that curse happen they oh, did it say a real curse right there's a bond and this curse that would happen if this thing didn't yeah. happen you know so um yes yeah. i like this. i do like that too so that was good um and anyway lunette does actually leave derval um in this episode um because they just wanted different things out of life ultimately one thing that happens though with them and i can't remember where in the episode it happens maybe near the end oh yes but this she... was, yeah this is one of the things that was this was the first thing i thought of when i said that at the beginning of the episode here this of what of we things... got that we wanted yeah we've both been talking about this um in the books durfel was uh trained by Hal. um yep which we see none of, of that we didn't see any yeah of we see none of that in the show and then when gungleus invades Hal dies and uh Durfel takes the sword of mm-hmm. Hal and he calls it Hal's Bane. Um right. and then she gives him the sword here and she's like, yeah. This was my father's and gives it to him from her Hal. And it's just like Yes. And and he yes. says, I think it's and he says, I will call it Howl Howl's Bane. I missed that when it happened. I must have been like Oh. Like putting dishes away or something. My TV's right next to my kitchen, though. So it's like, I'm like, ignore. But right. I'm just like, how did I miss that? Because, like, I was, when I yeah, saw it, was, it uh... I was like, oh, yes. Maybe I was just like 
just so roused that I just like my sensory input wasn't there anymore, you know? Yeah. Like I just couldn't take <laughs> anything else in. Because I was so pumped when I cool like moment. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um and, and the thing is too, I don't even so think awesome. in Last Kingdom they ever I think in the movie they mention Serpent Breath, maybe. I don't know if they even call right. it by name. I don't know if they uh, ever actually call it. I don't know if they ever say the name of it though throughout the show. They definitely don't ever say Waff's thing, which is his like his short yeah. little knife sword thing. But so I like in this show, here we are. We're we're calling it Hal's Bane. Um we're 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 showing the connection here. Um right. that's yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Finally. You know, like at first it was the scar the on the hand we didn't have, and then it was like, well, not the sword is uh, yeah so it's like it's like okay slowly but surely all these things that we've been wanting are coming um so it's it's awesome yeah and so it's was awesome I. yeah i cannot wait for merlin to turn into an old man and be super mean to everyone i um, can't wait either <laughs> i think that's just the last thing that like uh, we, and then the um what do we need the um arthur's wardrobe i really the like three of uh, the wardrobe and the three um wounds of wisdom wounds of wisdom yep so anyway um back to Gorfethid and Arthur. This is I think where they start to come up with the idea of the alliance between with the marriage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, this is where they're meeting and Arthur's kind of running shit here. And yeah. Gorfethid really isn't happy that he's like, Why is Arthur the one running this? And Merlin's like, Well, the gods declared it. So, you know, shut up. And yeah, and uh, Arthur is like, like, hey, like, I am not going to be a king, you know. Um, I, maybe like everyone's thinking, like, Arthur is kind of looking like Julius Caesar right now. Like, he said he wouldn't. Like, the people love him. He's getting all his power. Is he not going to give it up? And he even and he says them like, hey, like, I'm going to give this up when Morge is of age. Um, I just want a strong kingdom for when he gets there. We need to get together as an alliance fight the saxons and i should right. lead that because i'm badass and uh everyone else is in agreement gorfethid though powis he's pretty hesitant um and he says he's not going to submit to dumdonia and right. so arthur's work around that is why don't we become allies through marriage um because i'm not letting gungleus free that because that's what uh gorfethid right. keeps asking for um he's like why don't i marry your your uh, daughter, Princess Kindwin, and then we can have that alliance. Um, and right. and it's like, all right, sounds good. And that's how Absolutely. that's the purpose of marriages back then, you know. Right. Um. So absolutely. Cool. So yeah. And so then we get to meet Kindwin and her. Um. What would you call Guinevere is to her? Her. She's kind of like. An adopted sister of sorts. Um, we right, find but she's out... also sort of like her her late lady in waiting or something. Like she's yeah. like always there for her. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we know that she is a little bit older than her, and that she's kind of helped raise her. Um, because Kindwin's mother hasn't been around. Mm -hmm. Um, so she's she's sort of like an older sister, I think, to her. Guinevere yeah. is to Kindwin. Um, and they have a really good relationship, the two of them. Mm -hmm. they're very very close um and they talk about arthur because you know this is being arranged so they're wondering what he's going to look like and what he's going to be like um 
And so I, this scene, I think, was to show us Guinevere. Yeah, it was it was really important to show us who Guinevere is, what she looks like, because later on we get a bit important scene with Guinevere and Arthur. She um, looks she almost looks like she could be a Viking. She's not how I pictured. You but, know, like... but they don't even say in the episode that it's Guinevere yet. Yeah, but you just know you just yeah. know it's her. Mm-hmm. Like when you see her, you just know because I think she's like the most unique looking, like with her the way they do her hair and it's like blonde but shaved on the side. It's like she stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, and but yeah, so she's a little tougher in the show than than she was at least how I thought of her in the first book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think eventually so, yeah. she becomes tougher. Um, but. You know, like the first book, she's all about um, her memory. I don't know. Actually, she's not all about that one part, but she's all about like pretty people and like good looks and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, so. Well, it's interesting, though. Um, one little I don't know if they did this intentionally, but in the scene later on when she meets with Arthur, there's like a moon. She's like looking at the moon on the lake, uh, which is yep, the symbol yep, yep, yep. of. um Isis and I, I don't want to give any spoilers, but it is it's a uh, point. Um, but if you know the books, you know you can. If you know the books, you know that, that um, Isis is an important um, god to Guinevere. So that's all I'm going to say. It's like the moon god. Um, the moon god. Yep. So okay, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, but I don't know if they did that on purpose or not. I don't know. And then anyway. here too, we get some yep. more cool stuff that I've been yep. wanting. Treasures of Britain and Merlin. Um, he says he has a premonition and he's got to find the Horn of Bran, um, which is one of the treasures of Britain that he thinks will help if he gets all of them together, will bring back the old gods of Britain and will get rid of the Christianity that's coming, get rid of the Saxons. It'll bring it back to the way it was. The good old days. Make Britain great again is what Make Britain great again. Is what That's he's all Merlin's about. Whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It he, really that, is. It's honestly it. It's funny. Yeah. And uh, he sets off to find the treasure because he wants to appease the gods. Yeah. So again, we've talked about Merlin in the first book was was pretty much absent until about halfway through. And so far, the whole I think first, more than that too. Yeah, yeah. The first season here, half. he's been pretty much present. So I'm kind of wondering oh, right if from the get go, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of wondering if this will help sort of get him out of the picture, and we can maybe see a different side of Merlin. I I feel like they're not going to switch his character up that much, but his reveal was so cool, and just the uh, way he is. Favorite parts of the first book. It's one of my favorite I, parts I, of the first book. I hope I hope something I hope they can do it somehow. I hope, I hope they can do it somehow. Yeah, me too. Um yeah. Hope but anyway, comes back with at least a huge beard too. Yeah. Can we get like a big beard on this guy? Come on. I know. Um before he left though, he he told Nimue to forgive Arthur cuz he said the gods are with Arthur, and that's hard for Nimue to do because of what Nimue did, or what Arthur did with Gunlaeus by letting him go, even though... Not killing um, him, yeah. And it's not killing thing. him, just not killing him, or not letting her kill him. Yeah. Um, it's hard for her to forgive him for that. Anyway, 
they get ready to go to Powys to go meet this new bride of Arthur's. Um, and Derville gets to go. Derville is, you know, kind of welcomed now into Arthur's crew. It's yep. what he always wanted. Um, is this the episode he gets the new haircut? Yep. I think it, it is. I think he gets mm-hmm. the new mullet haircut. Gets a nice and I don't mullet. know. My first impression of what, of what Derville looked like is like, oh, he looks like he could have been an elf in yep. Lord of the Rings. That mm-hmm. was like my first impression. And I like that for him early on because he is sort of just living at the Shire like like place in Avalon. Yep. Yep. Everything's nice and uh, he's had sort of a sheltered besides besides again, we say this all the time, besides having his mom get um turned into a slave in front of him and thrown onto a spike. Yeah, besides that, very close his to life his was heart. pretty besides easy. that, his life was great. <laughs> pretty privileged life he's had. Uh no, but but it's true. After that, after he gets saved, he is like He's brought up not as a warrior, right? Yeah. So his his warrior progression is happening before our eyes. And this is like, I think the look now, he looks way tougher. He looks way tougher now. I, I, um, uh, I My uh, like internet app thing that I sometimes accidentally swipe to, it just knows what I'm interested in. And it was like to get me to try and click on articles, you know what I mean? And I guess there was some sort of negative reaction from some uh oh with the hair about his hair yeah oh um, come on well, I, I, yeah, I like I, it because like I, i'm not i could believe it. that could that could have been a real hairstyle back oh yeah then. i wouldn't do it but i, I kind of <laughs> i almost feel guinevere's hair is is a little bit like vikingy like how yeah how we complain about the vikings how like when the hell did they have time to do their hair up that nice in the viking yep. show mm. like there's no way that mm. legatha's hair is that perfect all the time with like all the decadence um maybe a little bit of that with guinevere's hair but it doesn't really change that much like maybe she just did it once like that and just keeps it like i don't know i don't know that'd be um, tough to but, but derville's hair is cool i like it and it, and i think this is a, a nice step forward for him and his growth and it i have to give rugged too i have to like give it. Stuart campbell a lot of props the guy who plays derville um oh yeah I, I think he's doing a great job i think he's doing a great job with character growth um yeah it's cool you know, how they're doing him in this show. Yeah, I think they. I think the casting, from what I've seen so far, has been pretty spot on for that. Because I don't really know what I pictured Derville looking like. I don't think it was Stuart Campbell when when I read it, but I can now. Now, if I go back and read it, I think I'll picture him because I, I, I think I, it fits. I honestly, I, I always pictured myself as Derville. Um, I don't know why. I never, I never do that with like other first person. Mm-hmm. Like I never did that with. I mean, I saw the the show first. Maybe that's why I didn't do it with the the Uchi books. Um, yeah. But I like for whatever reason, I always pictured Durfel looking like me. Is what I as I was reading it. Oh, I know. Thank um, thank God they cast Stuart Campbell. <laughs> um, the, the... <laughs> I couldn't pull off a mullet. That's for sure. Um, um, but I, but I yeah, hope but he now I think I think this is how I picture him now. Bulkier too later because eventually he's, he's pretty called... tall though. Durful Kadern. I know he is a tall guy. So if he just gets some yeah. sandwiches in him, you know, he starts eating some chicken legs. Yeah. You know, well, that's what like the Last Kingdom actors did is they all got buff. That's and, they like, got uh, and before the season they actually work out and get ripped. Because I, you know, Arthur he's not ripped. Um, um, I want him to be know, a little bigger he, too, a little bit, just a little bit. But um, but again, if you go back to that time period, I don't think you're going to see chiseled guys you're gonna probably see some bigger like strong 
people in some ways because of like the hard nature of like labor back then or oh, you're um, definitely not you might gonna see that see... but you're not going to see like guys that are like ripped from going to the gym no you're definitely think. not going to see like bodybuilder levels of like proportions you would see i think you would see more people look almost like uh like some fighters do um like a ufc boxer kind because uh they'd be you know they'd be swinging a sword you know they still might be doing push-ups body weight stuff mm. squats um and i i think that they wouldn't have like big shoulders and traps and stuff like that it would just be kind of i think if anything they might be more lean uh they just might not be it might be more lean muscular i think they might be more lean because then they also just don't unless have you're, unless food. you're rich they're probably gonna say unless you're rich and can eat all the time they're probably yeah. gonna be lean um so it might fit like with the way they look you know anyway yeah plus uh, last kingdom's 400 years after the events of this so i mean the technology and and, yeah. and exercise science Nautilus is, machines and yeah, I mean, 400 and... years <laughs> yeah they got the bowflex and they got the bowflex um, in 800s man <laughs> bowflex, in came <laughs> bowflex came out so like it was ripped 800 <laughs> ad you know what i mean i don't know when the shake weight came out that was more i think it the was 1100s uh, 1100 yeah 1100. you're right you're right you're right yeah yeah yeah, I guess I've seen those old drawings of the yield <laughs> shake weight. The yield shake weight. Anyway, um, so anyway, they're on their way. They camp out um, on their way to Powis, and um, Arthur goes for a little walk. And it, I, I was like, "What the hell is Guinevere doing?" <laughs> like here, she's she's with her horse, and she just happens to to be. By this lake with the moon but this is a really important scene because arthur is like swept off his feet i mean instantly sees guinevere and like it seems like the whole world fell away like he just he's like in love with her immediately yeah and so and far I, in the show i too, think like we haven't yeah, seen him like interested in anyone. You know what I mean? Like, and it doesn't sound like it sounds like he's he's always very focused on the goal. The goal is the goal yeah. unite the kingdoms of Britain against the Saxons. Um, right. And it's funny too because like right before this, he was talking with uh, Bishop Edwin, who admitted he's in love with his sister Morgan. And Arthur's like, right. I've never been in love, you know, and like for me like so marriage to me makes sense like i have no problem marrying someone right. i don't know to it's political gain it's like i'm all about this political and game. like and like immediately so, really immediately. bad timing <laughs> really bad timing um <clears throat> and you know it's not arthur's fault that he falls in love you know like he and and you can tell um equally guinevere is interested in him when in his knowledge but but guinevere quickly picks up on who he is yeah it's it's funny because um, at first she's she just thinks he's a man of arthur right. just thinks he's one of his soldiers and she's talking about him and the things right. she's heard and and he's like hmm, 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 okay interesting interesting perspective and yeah. then uh she eventually catches on she's like the way he's talking like you are arthur aren't you and she's like so offended. She's like, "You made a fool of me!" And just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but Arthur, Arthur is like, 
infatuated. Just smitten. Just infatuated. And like every time from here that he sees Guinevere, he's in a trance. Mm. He is not the same. And and I like that they they mentioned that he has never been in love before because like you know, I, I think most people when they're in their first relationship, whether how old they are when they're young, you know, we're probably whoosh, that's my whipped brother right now. <laughs> like, never, oh no. Never like seriously dated anyone in, in high school and now his girlfriend is just I mean, she's really nice, but um just I mean, that's he's all about her right now. <laughs> you're gonna, you know you're gonna put this in the podcast? I'm fine with this. You know, I haven't said who. <laughs> I don't I know. Is your brother? <laughs> no one knows. He's not going to listen to this one. You know. Anyway. Um, uh, in, in but yeah, so things- like, I think I, I think you can actually understand that though, if you if you've ever been through something like that. Oh yeah. Um, like your rationale it goes out the window. Yeah. You know. Like the the feelings, the heart overcomes the brain, and and it certainly does for Arthur because, um, I think he really liked the sort of conversation yes. they had too. Um, besides yeah. her just looking pretty, um, like she mentions how she, um, lives with Gorfefid because her homeland was taken by the Saxons. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was supposed she's to be a, like a lady. She's a princess. And yeah. princess, but she doesn't have any land or anything, so she's she's not right. really of anything. Um, and then also too, Arthur asks her, you know, he's like, "Hey, I just I had to kill one of my friends because he was lying about this thing." And oh, yeah, she basically reassures reassures him um, that like he he really wasn't your friend if he lied to you and was going to put your kingdom in jeopardy. And he really that he really liked having that sort of reassurance because he's been kind of. Yeah. upset about that too and, um, and i think it shows he's not just attracted to her looks he's he's also attracted to her brain and and mm-hmm. what the things that she said it just even more enforced like wow i really like her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um and so she leaves and i think he's just kind of like oh well I'll, I'll never see her again probably and um i'll just marry kindwin and this was just like uh you know you it's know thing i'll never see her about. again it was i'll think about her like the woman that i I met in the woods but but this was i'm gonna marry kind one so it's all good Mm -hmm. um they get to powis they're they're warmly welcome actually i like the actor who plays gorfethid he can be he can be very stern and like intimidating and then he can quickly switch and be like ah welcome to the party yeah and he can also kind of sarcastically be like that too like he can like act like he's happy with you but he's not um so the guy does a really good job he's really good um because you know like the first time we see him he just he just seems like such a threat he just seems like he just doesn't he's not phased by anyone he's just gonna kill that baby he's like bring me the baby and then yeah then you see he's also kind of wise and in in some ways kind of nurturing with arthur when they're talking Mm and but he's also like you can still tell he's kind of volatile he's talking with guinevere in this episode too like yeah like i've never taken you against your will so you kind of owe me <laughs> you know yeah and uh but and... he's not guinevere's type no 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 um and you know here's the thing and this is how kind one is in the books she's very very pretty mm-hmm. um she's very nice 
there's no reason why like if her and arthur if guinevere never happened i feel like she would marry arthur and they would like each other a lot and maybe grow to love each other because like kynwin's really cool arthur's really cool it might not be love at first sight but like i think they would have been fine you yeah. know yeah um and obviously guinevere's who got in the way so they introduced kynwin and arthur and Arthur is just cordial. He's he's clearly not struck by her, mm-hmm. by her looks or anything. He's not like where she like, I think thinks, oh, he's very handsome. You know, like she's, she's excited now. She's excited because she's been, I think, set up to be married already. Yeah. A couple times, at least once she was supposed to marry Gunglius. Um, mm-hmm. So she lucked out because she didn't like him. He's a terrible guy. So she's glad she didn't have to do that. Um, and it's also like her cousin, I think. So that would have been. That would have been <laughs> so she's like good looking guy not my cousin <laughs> ruler of dunomnia this this nice is checking all the boxes yeah but so they're at a party they're yeah. getting blessed and you can tell arthur's like all right this is all gonna work out no hiccups and in walks lady guinevere the you know the woman he met at the lake doesn't I mean we don't know and her name yet. She just walks in smoking in this dress. Clearly like the hottest person in on in, in the time, Britain right now. In know? Britain at the time. And Which I think she's supposed to be. Like she's yeah. supposed to be clearly like um the one all the, the men gawk at, you know, like mm-hmm. but uh, and Arthur's so just she comes like, in, and again, oh, Arthur oh. is just like Arthur is just helpless. He's it was just he oh, he cannot no. stop staring at her. And like while I was watching it, I was like, dude, stop being so obvious. Like, what are you doing? That's what I was thinking too. He's just he's just staring. Um, and it's just so unlike Arthur. And they introduce, and it's so makes, unlike Arthur. This is it makes it so much more believable that. I like, think so. This could happen to him because, like, he's never had to deal with something that distracted. That's him where I think before. that conversation with Bedwin is so important earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, to so we know. Oh, he hasn't been like hooking up girls like along the way. Like, no, he's been focused on the mission. There's been no love. Mm-hmm. Like, he hasn't had a previous relationship like this. So it makes all the more sense that he would. All the rationality mm-hmm. would go out the window. Um. Uh, I was going to say something like at first I was like, oh, he's being too obvious. Like Arthur's being too obvious. Um, I don't think it's in this episode. Like, later on, like Gorfetha even picks up on it and is like, oh, yeah. oh you're struck by Guinevere, huh? <laughs> like, oh, so are we all? Yep. And he's just he's like, what? what? <laughs> I don't I don't know if we should keep that in. Yeah, um, I don't think it's, that's it's not, not right. a big deal. It's, I mean, it's very deal. obvious. Like it's it's obvious. So I, so anyway, regardless, um, I was like. Oh, okay. So, like, he is supposed to be obvious in the show. I think even Kyman you know. picks up on it here, and and I I don't think she thinks that he finds her attractive. I think, I think she's just like, oh, you, you have you already met her or something? You know, I think mm-hmm. that's like what she's thinking. You know, um, yeah. But I also think she's probably used to guys gawking at Guinevere. Yeah, I think she's probably used to like her getting that kind of attention too. So maybe she's just like, oh, well. She's not the princess, so <laughs> he's mine. No, I mean she doesn't. She's not like that. But um, that's basically where the episode ends. And so I'm like, 
here we go. Here comes some of the good oh, stuff. Oh man, some yeah. Good, um, the good, but yet frustrating stuff. I will say, yeah, frustrating stuff as well. But it, it's important for the story. Um, yeah. What did what did you think? What was your uh, bro moment from the episode? A bro moment. I'm gonna have to say when Durfel becomes one of Arthur's men. Uh. You, he was just he was just so happy, you know, doing this, uh, and uh, when just the the interaction between him and Arthur, and then you know he's meeting with the the boys and everything. Um, I'm hoping like the Last Kingdom, this mm-hmm. sort of builds into some more like cool bro moments, camaraderie, um, yeah, focus because there is there's definitely that in these books too. Um, uh, totally, totally. There's, there's another character we eventually meet that becomes like best friend so i hope we get that i hope it's just really it's a, something they point out to emphasize um and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hopeful with the way they're so far they're doing some of the bro stuff it's definitely not yeah. they're, they're doing a lot of plot focused stuff in the show but uh they're still definitely yeah. highlighting this so i like that one though i liked it okay you you go without i will go with merlin um and the sword talk with excalibur yeah. Uh, because I think Merlin also sort of gives Arthur his like the blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Arthur um, still at the end of that in- interaction is like, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. You know, and I'm still not going to, but I, I like how um, Merlin comes in. is like, yeah, you should be King. Like you're the best ruler here and I'm going to make you anoint you now. And then I'm going to have this heart to heart about Excalibur, about how I gave it to your mother um, I like that. I like that. What's your your favorite moment from the episode? What's your favorite moment here? I I the scene with Guinevere is uh, is a good when they meet in the woods. I like that scene, and I think I like it because I know what happens in the books, and I I was excited for this interaction to happen. Um, I'm gonna go with that scene because I know it's the turning point in in the book and in the show. It's like the beginning of of the rest of what drives the plot forward. So, um, and I think it was a great interaction between the two actors. I think they did a a really good job. Yeah. Forming like there's, there's some serious chemistry between us. Mm -hmm. Um, Guinevere knows a little bit more than Arthur does in that moment, you know? Yeah. So she tries to, she tries to take herself out of the situation. Like she's, she's certainly not trying to like fall in love with Arthur. Mm-hmm. especially when she learns that it's Arthur. I think she's like trying to like, Oh, oh that's kind of, it's like, I gotta, I, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. thought oh, that's my best, best moment scene. That's good. Um, yeah, what about you? yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say how Bane, uh, cool coming up. Oh yes. I, yeah. I, we have to have that in there. The li- I don't know how yes. I missed. Cause like, I, I feel like I mean I definitely saw the scene when he gets it and I was just so pumped. Um um I don't know how I missed him fucking saying it, but um that was awesome. Getting a sword and uh, yeah. Um I I I I wish they would have shown him training with with uh Hal before. Yeah. Um, so it would be a little more significant. I never got but... the sense that he was a warrior in this in the show like they do the books. Yeah. He's just like a farmer. Yeah. And I don't um, think he was anything like serious before, like a Wayne. I think no, with like, a Wayne, what? he was definitely more of a 
real warrior but he at least was trained in the sword we we hear by exactly how. but like we didn't get any of that training so no um i feel like his training is still... he says how will train me and and arthur's like oh how will also train me yeah so... it's it, it almost it's, feels uh... as though the show's kind of like showing you durfel's training it as far as like this the whole season so far like when he killed those guys in the woods, that was like his first time really using a sword, period. And then yeah, uh, maybe it wouldn't have lent itself well for the the show then if if they had shown him training, because then we would have like, oh, he's already becoming a warrior before we meet him. Yeah. You know, or before he goes on these quests. Yeah. Um, Where in the show, it, it really feels like he's like a, a battle virgin. Like he. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to wet his blade, you know, like he's gotta wet your blade like like baby monk did you know like uh mm -hmm. and i like that i do like that and i i, I kind of it was i don't know it was maybe even more significant the way they did it in the show so i i was and i was happy that i yeah, was wrong the, with I was the reveal kinda, yeah i was happy i was wrong with that complaint i'd have been disappointed <laughs> if they never yeah i would have been disappointed if they never um touched on that yeah and the thing is too that's okay. now his sword so that's like that's like a, a nice consistent so cool. thing to have throughout the show now you know it's so um, cool. it's cool when they have their own swords and like they're specials yeah they're, it's more you just use any sword you know that's cool mm -hmm. i like it because it kind of felt like before dervil was just using whatever sword yeah like he he had he got that one sword from the guy he killed i think early on and, he was and it was short and mostly, small but... and i was like ah please don't make that halbane that sucks yeah. Um. So I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. So so I think overall they're giving us more of what we want compared to what we we thought in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, very happy with that. I think the acting continues to be very strong, mm -hmm. very good all the way around. Um, I'm into it, man. I am into the show. I am not. Although there are things that, and we've mentioned, and we won't go over again here, that we wish were from the books into it. I still really really enjoy the show it so, still feels you know when i first saw the trailer i was i was kind of worried they might kind of miss the mark entirely and there's like you said there's still some things i wish that were different right. that we mentioned but because they didn't show dervil in the trailer right really show dervil. it was really Arthur. so it was kind of like yeah it was kind of like are they even going to go with the dervil stuff and it just seemed like King Arthur the show? story they, didn't even seem the same like what they were yeah. like showing i was just like is this even going to like focus on what happened i think in the first it, book? i think the marketing team was probably thinking like well nobody's going to know who dervil is yeah you know and we they might watch a king arthur show yeah i think that's really well, maybe what that's what about. they were thinking like we'll just show arthur and, and emphasize arthur but so far that there's there's some changes but it's you know it's it's i'm enjoying it and i i hope yeah it keeps going i hope the ending's good um i'm not that far yet and i hope that it it attracts more people to it and it grows and it can do even yeah. more things so faithfully we can do and... more seasons yeah I, I hope they can do more seasons um i don't know what kind of viewership the show's getting right now um it's i, I don't see Plus a ton too. of yeah, because MGM Plus is kind of an obscure streaming platform to watch yeah. it on. I think you can watch it through Prime. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't think the show is taking off like um, other shows have. And um, I I hope they can do another season or, or cover the other books. You know, but if if they don't get a ton of viewership, will they? Is the question. 
don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Have to find out. Anyway, let us know what you thought down in the comments. Um, give us that pronunciation of uh, Excalibur. Kalagasten. Kalagafwitch. <laughs> Phonetically, please. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all your support. We'll be back with uh, covering the rest of the season soon. But for like now, I always say slippity boopity dippity doo dippity doo.